When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, welcome to another episode of the Weld.com podcast. I'm Bo Wigington, and today I'm sitting down with Brian Andrews. He's a welder who found success on TikTok as a musician. Yeah, my name is Brian Andrews. I'm from Carrollton, Missouri, and used to be a welder, and now I'm a country rock singer-songwriter. That's pretty awesome, man. That's, yeah. that's one heck of a 180. Yeah, very, very big one, I can tell you that. So as far as welding, like how long were you welding before you jumped off into the music world? Uh, just under five years. And, and what kind of welding were you doing? Uh, mostly pipe. I mean, obviously on every job you get into structural and stuff like that, but pretty much all pipe jobs when I was working on the road, it took, took me a while to get into, you know, getting a job after school and stuff like that in like a month, actually. But, you know, once you get into it, you fake it till you make it and then you just roll. Can you explain like that process of trying to get into it, like faking it till you make it type of thing? For me, it was, you know, I didn't have any construction experience at all, just being a 20-year-old kid, you know, and then I went to welding school, and it was cool, and you think, you know, you get there, and you, I'd never struck an art before, I didn't even know what a stinger was, and got there, and got through school and everything, and it's a real good program at uh, Missouri Welding Institute, but it's kind of, you know, you get like a little arrogant, I would say, just because like you're surrounded by people who are almost, you know, pretty much at the same level as you are. And then you get on the road and you're like, yeah, I can weld, you know, I passed four or five tests here at school and stuff like that. And you get on the road and it's a real different ball game because I mean, you're not, you're thrown up into position welds, you know, and construction companies are all about production. You know, they don't give a shit what it looks like as long as that fucker will shoot, you know what I mean? So yeah. <laughs> and I think it at first when you're super green, especially for me, like, you know, getting into the whole, it sounds stupid and silly, but like just getting into like being surrounded by heights all the time or, you know, being surrounded by like, you know, just shit that's way bigger than you, you know, and, and working with a bunch of other guys trying to, to actually build something that's very big, you know, stuff like that. It's just a little intimidating at first and you start to feel like, you know, at least for me, I was like, dude, I don't even know if I'm cut out for construction on my very first job I had was a shut two week shutdown. And I was like, dude, I don't know if I'm ready for this. And then I went to a new construction job with the same company and kind of got in with QC there, the weld boss. He was pretty cool. He was good to me and, and knew I was real green. So he was kind of working with me, gave me some easy welds, you know, and, and my foreman was pretty good about giving me some pretty easy welds at first. And didn't even have to take my production shots until like four months onto that job. And then by that time, you know, you've been welding pretty much every day so you're pretty you're not slick or anything but you're confident into it you know i mean i think the best thing to do is you know let yourself be humble when you get on the road and stuff like that and and let yourself be able to learn because if you you know you look around at all these guys i was working with one of my best friends and he had already been on the road for like not not that many but a couple years and and he was you know much better at welding than i was and and had been around it and you just need to keep your head down and listen to what them older guys have to say and try to take as much notes as you can and try to learn as much as you can and you'll be all right. And so then you were, you're welding. How did the music side kind of kick off? I know TikTok was a big part of it. 
the full backstory is like, I guess, you know, I went to college before I ever went to welding school for two and a half years. And I was a music major at UCM at the University of Central Missouri. And um, I picked up a guitar when I was like 17, when I was still in high school, like my senior year. And I never really messed with it all that much. But then when I got into college and really started, you know, struggling at school, that's when I really got into uh, playing guitar and trying to learn how to write songs. And they were real bad at first. But, you know, I mean, everybody starts somewhere. And, and that's really when I got into it. And then when I was on the road you know i just took that guitar with me to every job you know you're sitting in the hotel nothing to do you pick up that guitar and you start playing so really started writing when i was working on the road quite a bit and got better and better and better until you know i used to put the videos like like iphone videos recordings of uh, songs that i'd written on uh my facebook before i ever had youtube and anything like that and i finally wrote one that ended up getting shared around quite a bit you know ended up getting like 30 or forty thousand views or something like that nothing special but for me, I was like, okay, so now I'm finally starting to write stuff that people actually like enjoy, you know? Yeah. Or that sounds like like a songwriter would sound, you know? And so that's when it really clicked for me that I was like, okay, well, maybe I could just keep doing this for a little bit. And then I got TikTok because I had, I had heard about people being on TikTok, like all my buddies had the app and stuff. But that was in... I want to say March of 2019, like right when you first started hearing about COVID, that's when I got it. And I had a couple of videos, like just like comedic videos, kind of, you know, or stuff like working on the road and stuff like that, getting a little bit of traction. And then I started posting covers and stuff like that. And then a little bit of songs that I'd written on there and it just kept growing and growing and growing. And I finally got to about 10,000 followers and I wrote this song called Liquor and Pills and I posted the very first snippet I ever had, like right when I wrote it, it was the very first video I ever had of my music, like getting over half a million views. And I posted that very first line and it, and it got to like 700,000. And then six months later, we dropped the song and it went number six on the iTunes country chart and quit my job and been doing this ever since. That's awesome, man. I mean, yeah. I know, I know music is, it's a very crazy journey when you're getting into it and you got yeah. like finding a jump start like you got there is is huge. So yeah, because a lot of people they have a dream. A lot of like blue collar guys. There's another guy I just played a festival with, Rob Linus. He used to be like an oil rig welder, right. and now he's he just played a string of shows with Dwight Yoakam. So oh he's, yeah, see, it. it's crazy, dude. I tell people all the time there's a lot of similarities between music and welding just because, oh, yeah. you know, it's like you're talking about crafting a song. It takes a long oh, time yeah. to like really dial that in and it, it becomes more of a, a lot of people hate it when you say muscle memory, but it becomes more, you can kind of get that feeling and it's, uh, you know, when it's feeling right. And then oh, yeah. same thing with welding is that you could see it like you could see it, but you also could just kind of feel when you get in that groove, you know? Yeah. And it's just yeah, man. <laughs> and tempo, all that kind of stuff is huge when it comes to putting down good beats. Right. And I think just like uh, the writing aspect in general, I think I started working on the road and really taking a good hard look at, you know, the blue collar lifestyle and stuff like that and started writing about it. That's when I started getting traction in the songwriting world, just because there's just so much compatibility, I guess, between like a blue collar lifestyle and being, and being able to rel write a relatable song. Yeah. I think that's a big thing. You were saying you were on the road a lot when you were welding and now yeah. you're on the road a lot playing, you know, it's like, yeah, as, it's a catch 22. <laughs> I mean, it's like, dude, 
for me, when I was working on the road, like personally, I didn't hate it all that much. You know, I mean, there were times when I was like, yeah, I'd rather be home, you know, drinking beer with my buddies on the lake or something like that. But there were a lot of times where I was like, dude, I get to see so much shit that I regardless never would have saw. You know what I mean? And the thing that I really saw outside from an outside perspective was guys that who had families and stuff that were working on the road and like seeing how tough it was for them to, you know, be out there and, and make sacrifices that most people just don't see, you know what I mean? So for me, it was a good experience. And there were times, like I said, where I wanted to be home and it was real shitty watching like my best friend, you know, leave his family all the time and stuff like that. But I didn't, I didn't want to imagine being able to be in their shoes and like having to leave something behind every time I got behind the wheel to pick up to go to a job, you know? And so that's why I kind of started writing about that stuff, because I think it's important to like, and I posted a lot of videos about songs that I've written about the road and people are like, well, why don't you just get another job? And it's just definitely not that easy. Yeah. You know? And like, if it's kind of like, if you know, you know, you know, type of thing. Like if you're, if you're in that lifestyle, you know what I'm talking about. But, and I think it's, a, it's a very, like, there's a huge audience for it because there's a lot of people, like, even if you don't work on the road, you know, somebody who does probably, mm-hmm. you know, or you're, you've been in a family where somebody has been working on the road, like one of your parents or something, whatever. I don't know. It's just kind of one of them things that I thought would really not, not like blow up, but just be like good, good material for, will resonate with a lot of people. Yeah. That's like a huge thing about like a lot of people are like, man, how do you write songs? It's just like, okay, these are the things that I feel in life. So I'm going to put it to uh, a tune and that's how I write songs, you know? Yeah, absolutely, man. How many hours were you working a week when you were welding? It just depended, you know, what company I was working for. There was one company that I really liked um, up in Chicago and we worked most of the time, if we were doing like a big job, it was, you know, seven twelves or six tens, you know, six twelves, something like that. But there was another company that I also ran with quite a bit that was like pretty much one of those companies that you call when you're like, Yeah, I don't really have anywhere else to go. It's not like the worst paying, but it's not like the best paying and they've always got work, you know, one of them companies and we used to run with them quite a bit and they mostly did five tens or like five twelves or five tens and an eight, something like that, you know. So you got a little bit of time on the weekend stuff, which was nice because like that that was the company I really started with, and they were pretty well in the Midwest. So I mean, it depended like where where they were at, but like the first job I was on with them was only three and a half hours from my house. So on the weekends and stuff, we could come home, you know. But once you started getting into like really wanting to weld and make the good money and you knew you could go pass some tests and stuff like that, then you're working a lot of hours, you know, because those companies don't pay for, you know, downtime and, you know, casual building. They're, they want that shit done now. So how quickly did you transition over once you hit the charts? The November before I put liquor and pills out, I got COVID and I had to miss one of my buddy's wedding and I was already home and I was like, man, I got a little bit of money in the bank. And they sent that company sent me instead of going back to the shop, which is where I was at in Minnesota. They sent me to a little job in Nebraska that had like a week left or something like that. They just need a couple hands up there. And so I went up there and got my box there from the shop because I had a buddy working at the shop and they sent him to the same place for the week. And so I was there and came back home and I was supposed to go back to Minnesota. And I was like, man, I'm just not going to go back. You know, like I was just like, I'm just going to drag up. And if I have to go back to work, then I'll go back in a month or two or something like that. And then we dropped liquor and pills and it went off. And I was like, yeah, I ain't going back to work. So it was kind of like a mentally I quit my job just because, you know, like, you know how the blue collar life is. We drag up everywhere we go. So yeah. <laughs> like, you never know if you're off or on, but. 
there were times, especially like right when liquor and pills started popping off, I was like, yeah, I'm not going to have to work again. And then there were times like, man, maybe I should go back to work, you know? So just because like I only had that one song out and it was doing well, but it wasn't enough to like, I mean, it was, but I was, I wasn't making as much money as I was making on the road. So I was pretty pissed about it. And I was like, whatever. So I started working for this company in St. Joe, Missouri, which is only like an hour and a half away. And I made it a week there and I was like, I can't do it. And I have to, I have to make this work, you know? And that right there, I was like, music's got to happen. So just made it happen. That's awesome. (laughs) And so you're playing around a bunch. What has been your favorite show so far? Honestly, it was only like a three song set at a music festival in Trenton. It was like an hour from my house and they asked me to come play because I was big on TikTok at the time. I just hit like a million followers or something like that. And there were some other guys from like other influencers that were going to be there that they got to help sell tickets and stuff like that. So I went there and opened for um, Morgan Evans and Granger Smith on kind of like a, it was like a festival lineup type thing. And there was a lot of people there and it was just like that, that kind of energy is unmatched, you know I mean? Especially when like, I was so close to home, everybody knew the words to my songs and stuff like that. You know, it was pretty surreal. That was, that was a moment right there. Another moment where I was like, yeah, this is definitely what I want to do. That's awesome, (laughs) man. You were telling me you're about to start working on a new album, a cover album. What's inspiring that? Like before I get to releasing like a big album of my own original music and stuff like that, I just wanted to take some of the songs that I really loved, you know, when I first got into music and that I really first started learning, you know, how to how to shape songs myself and, and songs that I just really like. I wish I could listen to you for the first time again, you know, songs like that. And and really just wanted to go go forward with that and and put something out that was kind of like something that people had already known, but that was kind of more my style. You know, so it's just an acoustic album. It's nothing special, but, uh, you know, it was fun to do. And so, you know, to me, it's like it's almost like people, especially in like the music industry label world, like people are so been out of shape about like what to put out, when you can put it out, stuff like that. And it's like you just do what you want, you know, just just put out whatever. Like On YouTube, what are you focusing on there? My major thing now is like getting into like the more cinematic type of like experience for like my followers and subscribers and stuff, especially on the YouTube side, wanting to make like, even if they're a little bit more low budget, just making better quality content, you know, rather than just having my cell phone, you know, propped up on a music stand or something, recording something. So TikTok, not so much just because like, which I'll have some good quality content on there too coming, but it's mostly for me, like I, I got my start doing like low quality videos and stuff like that. And it's not like it's low quality. It's just like on real, you know, real, time, yeah. you know, that type of thing. And, and I feel like YouTube's more along the lines of the, the like long form, yeah, you know, stuff like yes. that. So that's what we're kind of, kind of doing with, with it. And we just shot a music video for one of my originals. That's probably going to be coming out in the fall and stuff like that. So it'll be fun. I haven't really posted much to YouTube lately just because I've been waiting to get a bunch of content rounded up and then be able to release like weekly and stuff like that. But I feel like when you get into the social media world, especially as a welder, you know, it's like uh, it's it's very interesting. You know, it's like you can't just like kind of throw stuff up. It's much better like batching stuff. You know, it's like get a bunch of content and then set a schedule. I I feel like a lot of people get overwhelmed with that. And I feel like new welders that want to like break out on Instagram or TikTok and everything like that. It's super easy to get overwhelmed being like, oh, I haven't posted yet today. I got to I got to figure something out to post instead if you like just kind of think it out and plan it out and 
build up a library stuff like right smart man yeah i think that's like the major thing like i don't know i feel like tiktok is more of the like casual platform but like stuff for youtube it's okay to like take a break and and create a bunch of content and then be able to you know have it consistently put out so you don't have to worry about it so much then and just prepare yourself basically and and build like a, a content brand and even for tiktok it's like that too like there's some like when i have songs to release and stuff like that i'll come up with ideas and i'll make the videos and then i'll post the videos and like on a schedule you know like every other day or something like that for the next three weeks or something so i'm not so like burnt out on it too you know and then there's weeks like this week i'll probably maybe post a video or two I don't even know if I'll do that just because like, I don't know. Everybody says that TikTok rewards uh, consistency and, you know, quantity and shit like that, but post relatable content and post authentic content. So speaking of authentic content, I saw you have a show coming up soon, right? Yeah, definitely. Definitely got a uh, show coming up. It's going to be a full band show. We're headlining at Rose Music Hall in Columbia, Missouri on September 1st. I think the doors open at seven. Don't call me on that. I'm pretty sure it's seven, but yeah, we'll probably, probably, (laughs) probably do do some like meet and greet stuff and sign some t-shirts, stuff like that. It'll be fun, dude. I'm excited for that show because it's kind of close to home, but it's also in a college town and I'm ready to hear some people scream. Oh, that's awesome, man. Well, I've, I've really enjoyed this chat and can't wait to listen to this new album you talked about. And yeah, if you're in the area, check out Rose music hall. Yeah, thank you. Yep. Well, awesome. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate you guys having me on. This is a great time for sure. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Weld.com podcast. I'm Bo Wigington. Make sure you head on over to Weld.com and check out their new Weld app and get connected to welders all over the world. Until next time, we'll see you out there.